0: here I've actually got nothing with me that I can fidget with unless Good. I start playing with the table
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. I, just,
0: I just start doing the drum beats for when you get on Yoshi and Sunshine right.
1: that's just normal one yeah probably the Yoshi one's like more more intense and different yeah like it's I won't name the instrument because then I'll just embarrass myself because I don't know any instruments <laughs> And I can't tell them by sound, but
2: yeah. Mm. As, that's a good one. That's a, a little stupendium too. That, stupendium. Yeah.
1: Instupendi. <laughs> I think that's a word. Um, I don't think it is.
2: I checked out the um, Hills Have Ice Two Part oh, Two. Oh, did you watch it? Uh, not exactly, but I watched, I watched uh, the link uh, like a thirty-minute yeah. plus review uh, <laughs> as like to just read the room and. It has a bit of a weird story. So, Wes Craven was basically out of money. He hadn't really been doing anything because he became a pretentious film guy. Okay. Um, he needed money. So, he started work on it. The film got cut, had, like, a third way for it. He didn't really want to make it, but it got cut, a third-proof production. He got paid Still sell, went off, made Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the week Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 was going to come out, he goes ahead... And the studio who made it re-edit that one-third of a movie and make a full 90-plus, like, full-feature movie out of that one-third. So they fill it with just tons of flashbacks. And uh, the dog, uh, what was it? Beast. Beast. Uh, or Beauty, one of them. Oh, uh, Beauty died. Beauty, yeah, Beast, uh, of course. Beast
1: Lord. is a beast.
2: But yeah, even the yeah. dog has flashbacks. It's like, <laughs> what the every f- single character in the movie has a flashback and it's just uncut, non-re-edited scenes of the original movie.
0: Oh my God.
2: It is like so bad in every way possible.
0: Well, here I'm glad we didn't watch it.
2: <laughs> um, yeah. You didn't want to watch it. Which, I was kind of shocked because I saw the reviews and I was like, this is a Wes Craven film, but a third of it (laughs) yeah a
0: third of a Wes Craven movie
2: and even then I don't think they finished like It wasn't like parts of it. It was like they they filmed like the first act. (laughs) Oh, for God's sake. So like the first like, you know, when they do horror movies and they have that first like, Oh, it's conflict. It's scary. It was like that bit. And that's the finale of the movie. (laughs) Intercut with like flashbacks, including a flashback from a dog point of view. (laughs) A doggy flashback. Which is not from a dog's point of view. And it's totally from humans. Sorry, I'm just spat. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. How
1: dare you spreading your germs. Mm. It's not like we spent hours together.
0: Hi everybody, welcome back to the latest episode of Popcorn Profile. It is myself, once again Sam, joined by Becca, Woo! and our special guest, Anton.
2: I have intruded once again.
0: Yes, you have. Well, Anton, Glad to have you back, Anton. My thank you. <laughs> and today, we are, are taking a look at a nightmare on Elm Street. Anton, do you want to give us some uh, specific details? Yes. Yeah, 19- that we totally didn't say five uh, minutes ago. A
2: nightmare on yeah, Elm Street. we could just cut it in. 1984. Produced by New Line Cinema. Directed by Wes Craven. And produced by Robert Shea. Um, I've seen it. You've seen it yourself, Becca. Yes. And this is your first time watching, Sam.
0: Yeah, this is my first time seeing anything remotely Freddy Krueger other than memes and reference material.
1: It was so much fun to watch you watch it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: But you have seen *A Simpsons episodes. And where
0: groundskeeper willie gets murdered in smarch by a uh, boiler that actually catches on yeah, fire
2: and you you're like oh is this going to happen and i was just sitting there i'm like was i just like really dumb as a kid and didn't see it coming or like are you like a movie genius but no you you have a deep intel of how it works yeah
1: My absolute favorite moment of it is like because the way we were sitting i could see both of you guys but Anton could only like really see the TV and see like Sam from your peripheral, yes. and so it came to the bit when, uh, cause, it's spoilers, Johnny Depp becomes a bucket of blood,
2: yeah, and becomes and, mulch.
1: But like you see him like on the bed in that setup as, quite a bit before, and then it like came up on screen of like Johnny Depp and his crop top like TV and stuff, and then Anton just kind of leaned forward, and looked at me <laughs> like yeah. like ooh it's coming, and I was like. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like a, yeah it's coming I was, <laughs> and you didn't even notice Yeah. and, and in case you, you did notice something that's why, I, why I've made point of, to point out his crop top so you thought me and Anton were just memeing about his crop top in mm. case you did notice yeah. us making, it, it, making eyes at each other about it was a,
2: it was a double whammy of both crop tops uh, and also that I'd
1: say a triple whammy of crop tops bloodbath and twinks
2: yeah. <laughs> well the crop tops and twinks are interlinked. Um, I'll be doing an entire thesis statement on it very shortly.
1: <laughs> what is a thesis statement?
2: Um, okay. We should know, but I do not.
1: <laughs> yeah, we neither well, of us done full oh, dissertations.
2: No. Yeah, a thesis is like I know what a
1: thesis is, I'm questioning the statement part of the thesis. Yeah. Like saying what you're gonna do but not actually doing it.
2: Y- well, yeah, it's literally okay. just like The, he, a hypo- the secret like a didn't existed for a thesis. Oh.
0: Mm-hmm. See, well, see, I had the running thing that I felt like I felt like uh, Nancy was going to be the only one left if we're going by the final girl rule. There's yeah. a lot of horror films. I mean, Hills have, Eyes, Hills have Eyes didn't have it, but that was more sort of grindhouse as opposed to classic yeah.
2: horror. It, to be honest, though, this would have been before it was ins- like, ins- inscribed in stone. Yeah, it was yeah. really
1: Texas Chainsaw Massacre that sort of yeah, brought and, it to mainstream.
2: And this was, kind of, you know, it was Texas, California. Uh, kind of, Friday the 13th and then this real, where the big dogs oh we had Halloween before that actually but um, yeah how did you feel about it because it's a bit of a jump from uh, The Hills Have Eyes
0: <laughs> so see I feel like The hill. I, I really enjoyed The Hills Have Eyes more than I thought I was to be honest I liked it kind of how great it was how sort of like I loved all the establishing camera shots of them clearly being spied on by the the cannibals like the family in the hills of eyes and I really liked um, how kind of bare bones it was where it's like okay this is the situation they're in the desert and they're gonna and th- this is what they're facing mm-hmm. and I guess slowly bled bled out through the film what's gonna happen and people slowly getting taken out and whatnot. not um, but with this I think I just but like that's like that's pretty standard you're in an yeah. isolated area you're gonna get attacked mm-hmm. by um, a group of strangers probably whatnot. not cannibals was the trope but yeah with this especially when it came out i imagine this is s- still now feels super original mm. and super creative i absolutely loved this i thought it was fantastic
2: oh fantastic it's um yeah it is interesting what you say about just uh the fact that is not isolated it's kind of nice it makes it a lot more relatable and uh kind of uh, like applicable to a lot more different people's situations because Majority of us don't live in a cabin in the middle of the woods or happen to go to one often or in the middle of the desert. So, just having something that could happen in like any neighbourhood, I find like quite engaging, Becca.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's got one of those things where it it plays on something very simple that everyone experiences because everyone sleeps. Unfortunately, everyone has like some sort of nightmare at some point. It's a very realistic thing to think that something's going to happen in that time it's like when people play on the fear of the dark because the dark is always there you can't escape it so just like mm-hmm. that you can't escape sleeping
2: yeah and even within of that like the, the omniminence omnipotent <laughs> omnipotent D- <laughs> oh, god! Uh, the omniminence of uh, freddy krueger within of it it's like oh there's nothing you can do there's you know, even if you could phone, he's on the other end. Yeah. He's your boyfriend oh, now. It's so oh. great. There's so many bits in this movie where it's like iconic, just iconography, like a, a shot of that and you're like, yes. And then it was like seeing them coming up and just looking over at you, Sam, and just yeah. like it's happening. Well, yeah.
1: Every time your eyebrows went up and you're like, oh, <laughs> and I was like, yeah. yes, <laughs> <He> got <laughs>
0: <That's> him. <laughs> what, like, got him. It's like, um, I love the bit where like he's in the wall behind Nancy. Uh, yeah. Or um, the bathtub scene, which is probably the most famous scene of the whole movie. You did, yeah.
1: you did not like that scene.
0: What well, bathtub scene? Yeah. No.
1: Well, well, the hand came up and you, you like, kind of curled up in your seat and were like, "Oh no, 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 mm. no."
2: No. But this is Sam. He likes uncomfortable movies. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. What did you like this one? Did it make you feel uncomfortable? I,
0: to be honest, this one didn't. It felt spoopy. Sure. Mm. Uh, creepy, but
2: uh, yeah, I'd forgotten how 80s the soundtrack was. <laughs> that's great. Uh, it's like so on horror in every way possible, but I kind of now. Yeah, it is kind of fun. Like you could listen to that on the the rig. I think.
1: Yeah, you're gonna get the the nightmare vinyl. Hey,
2: oh, so. I'm happy with that. Uh, it's real gorgeous. I think it's Mondo vinyls. Maybe? Yeah, it's a, it's the part
0: one, isn't it? Or oh, that's Friday the thirteenth one actually. Yeah,
2: they they do a bunch of horror ones. Like they do, ha- they have like eight of the Halloweens, even the bad ones. Yeah, <laughs> but, um Mondo will do. Yeah, the, any horror they can get a hand on. Absolutely. But the thing I love about that wall scene is it's so simplistically done. Like, it's literally done with, like, they put a sheet on the wall and, like, a fake wall that didn't exist and just lean out. And it's yeah. crazy because he did it in the, the remake and it's they did it CGI and it just looks awful.
0: I was going to say, yeah. it just... Like, you could tell. I feel like you would tell straight off the bat even if it was, at the time, cutting edge CGI. It's just...
2: doesn't have the same effect. Yes. Yeah, you know, shadows were too perfect and to, you kind know, of, over the top, but, yeah, there's a, a fantastic documentary that both me and Becca have seen called uh, Never Sleep Again, which was surprisingly including in the Blu-ray.
0: Yeah, which you, because I, I, I handed it to you as soon as you came in, you were like,
2: what? It's on there? Yeah, it's like a five-hour documentary, uh, and it goes into a lot of the details. Wes Craven's a great kind mm-hmm. camp guy, and... Yeah, they're just seeing how all these effects are done. They
1: they do it throughout the film, so you can watch it up to when they start talking about the second one, and you won't get bespoiled. Because I, I would recommend if you're interested and liked it, like to go on as as far as you're willing to go in the series. Mm-hmm. And then if you get to like, because I really like two and three, which is like I can't remember what the subtitle for two is, but three is Dream Warriors. Yeah, I think did the second one have a. The yeah. box is down there if you wanna wanna give it a give it's it a hot look. <laughs> it's just
0: Antone, behind a bike. Anton, I think I remember your review. Was it, it was either Dream Wars or New Nightmare being like, uh, it, because it's awesome the, lol as a pick for this potentially but you might was next
1: to like Scooby Doos and stuff. There we
0: are. Yeah. I think you were like thinking of picking Nightmare Nightmare One um, Hills right of on Eyes. DVDs. You were thinking of picking Nightmare One Scream and then the New Nightmare when which is when uh yeah. West came back. And your reason for picking, wanting to pick Hills Eyes, was um, because it was kind of greenhouse, and it was before he did everything yeah, else. And his... then, and then your reasoning for wanting to do New Nightmare was literally, and I quote, "because it's awesome." LOL. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <pretty laughs> it's
2: It's so good. And to be honest, you could probably like, you could probably skip ahead any time to yeah. that one. Uh, yeah. The f- also, the first one we've just seen freeze fantastic. My eyes, and then yeah. five is like the most campiest of the franchise. Yeah. Uh, so that's probably if you had to like do a speed run of the franchise, <laughs> it's a good way to go. But two, two's not bad. It's just more one.
1: Two is quite fun and is usually described as the gayest horror oh, movie that's ever yeah. been made. Yeah, wasn't on purpose.
2: It's it's oh, fantastic wow. in the documentary because everybody's like, yeah, I didn't know it was gay. Like you know, it gets out a male protagonist, and then <laughs> the direct screenwriter's like, it was absolutely gay. I coded it. throughout. Oh, it was my <laughs> grand <laughs> plan for it to be the gayest <laughs> horror film <laughs> ever. Amazing and you know being a little like growing up in the catholic school and all that i was blind to it as a kid so now as an adult i'm like this was all i can't believe this i know it's the twinkie boys in nightmare (laughs) one but not the like screams (laughs) and like the kind of like uh sensual shower scene
1: um
2: anyway uh, moving on from twinks
1: (laughs) Um, yeah would definitely recommend the third one as well that's a lot of people's oh. favorite, aside from the first one, a lot of like very iconic moments and deaths and lines has the most mm. iconic Freddy line. That's the only one that Robert England actually improvised. What was that? Yeah. I won't bespoil it for you. Yeah, Free. You is will know when you watch fantastic.
2: it. Fantastic! It's um, my my mother. This is her f- her favorite franchise, and Free is the one that she goes, She'll own like that's the one she'll just watch. She like if she's want to just watch a, a Nightmare film, she goes to Free and. She's like worn through VHS tapes of it. Like, wow! It literally just burnt them to the ground of just rewatching them, and I totally get because the premise of that one is such a brilliant evolution. Yeah. but We could we could <laughs> marathon <in> another day. <coughs> okay. Yeah, I
1: would definitely watch like two and three with you. I I don't particularly want to watch six again. Mm. I would maybe give four and five another rewatch, and then I would love to watch seven again.
2: Yeah. I'm all on board. I want to watch them all now. We but will need to re- find I-
1: new copies of them though because my DVDs are starting to go because they were my parents before I got them.
2: <laughs> how about that remake though?
0: So?
2: Oh, the remake. <laughs> it's...
1: Uh, like... Li- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the casting is alright because obviously they didn't want to use Robert England again which is like, fair enough. He's very iconic in the original series. So they used the guy who played Rorschach Jackie in Haley. Watchmen. And he is really good as it. And, like, really makes it his own, but unfortunately, for some reason, they decide to give him just lots of lines from the other seven films. Oh. And, like, you know, I watch videos and they're like, oh, hey, Freddy, you here to kill people? Oh, no, time for another reused Freddy line before you get to that. Mm. But, um, do you care about spoilers for the new one?
0: No, I've... I've, I, <coughs> Before we even started, I know the full thing, but, um... I know Anton, you were
2: you As said before that my, you hate this movie. Then the remake mm-hmm. is my most hated movie ever, and it's just <laughs> so insulting to the actual yeah. fans
1: mm. of the movies. A lot of it is quite pointless. In in the way that like Vince Vaughn remade Cycle like almost shot for shot and there was like no point to it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Where
1: they they redo a lot of the shot, there's like a Tina fill in who's called Chris who like has a different interactions with Freddie before she dies <coughs> but when she dies it's in bed for her boyfriend dragged across the ceiling type of deal but the the one thing I do like is that they introduce this thing called micro sleeps where it's that because they've spent so long being awake that their body starts like trying to sleep in small portions it's a thing that actually happens mm-hmm. and so like when they're walking along and they're like in the uh, shopping centre because it's Rooney Mara is our Nancy in this Ay. one? Yeah, she like the cast sells it. Rooney
0: Mare's great.
1: And so she's in the the aisle waiting for the other guy to finish at the pharmacy, and like she turns around and there's Freddy, and he like slashes at her, manages to cut her up, but then she wakes up because it's a micro sleep,
2: mm-hmm. and it's
1: a real interesting concept. And there wasn't really such a thing as like a opening kill mm. back then, where the film starts and someone dies. And then you can move on with your horror film. It's expected now, mm-hmm. and I can't remember what films it started with, but like this one takes quite a while until Tina dies. But when they remade it, because that's the trend now, they're like, "Well, we'll have an opening kill," and it's quite a, a good one because it's so like visceral and unique. Where it's actually a guy who uh, was in Twilight. It's the <laughs> the guys the guy who played Emmett. but. It's that he's at the cafe and our Tina replacement comes in and chats to him for a bit and then he falls asleep. And then Freddie gets him and what Freddie does is makes him like slit his own throat. Oh god. But you don't see it from his perspective, you see it from outside, you see it from Chris's perspective. And what you see is just him grabbing like a knife and just like genuinely shoving it at the side of his throat to the handle and then dragging it across his oh my throat god. in the middle of a diner. Like that is an amazing opening mm. and it's sad that the rest of it didn't live up or even try to do its own thing.
2: Yeah. It was just the production value that was just like so like it was really like even Freddy himself he looked like Avatar. It was just <laughs> like a weird cat looking thing Um Ooh. just a lot of like they First, just redid a bunch of scenes but worse. Yeah.
1: Mr. Krabs is not it. What? Really? Yeah.
2: Oh, I've, 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 I've tried to erase that movie from my memory.
1: <laughs> oh, I watched it the other month because I was like, I'll, I'll actually give it a shot. Clancy um, Brown? Yeah. yeah. Mr. Yeah, um, You know... Not- you ever seen American Horror Story? No, have you seen Shawshank
0: Redemption? He's in there.
1: Oh, no, because I was going to say Nancy's mum is in American Horror Story.
0: Oh,
2: wow.
1: She's real great in American Horror Story. Watch that if you want to see her. Don't watch this.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but no. do watch the, the 1984 effect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which just there's so many moments where i'm like oh is this is it's so cool yeah. uh i was kind of taken aback i forgot how well paced it is yeah. especially coming from uh last um hills have I. that one was like it was slow there's some bits where you're just like what are they what's happening yeah, what or to the get across? This. this one just kept moving every second and when it, i thought it was losing steam it kept built up a lot more
0: yeah well like it starts in the dream and just goes
2: <laughs> yeah like um, immediately, and
0: that was one of the things I said I'd seen with Freddy. Like, I never knew much about Freddy Krueger other than what I knew from pop culture. So, like, mm. say The Simpsons or Scary Terry in Rick and Morty would we'll even have like the, the parody of the creepy girl singing the Scary Terry song. <laughs> um, but, but like, I always knew stuff like the boiler room or the, the glove that he has. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, th- the funny thing I find about the glove is that I didn't even realise that, I like the establishing opening shot of showing him making the glove Yeah. yeah. which, fully enough I mean, whether West knew it or not it's kind of funny making that because it's one of the most iconic things from the from the entire series is Freddy's glove, as like the like the quintessential horror villain murder weapon
2: Yeah, it's quite nice where so many f- horror films the, the whole reveal is solely building up how much you see, but he is established so early, and I think the fact that he is quite gruesome, especially kind at the time. I think you know the prosthetics on him was a lot, um, and yeah. it kind of was like, "Oh, there's something to be scared of." <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. He he changes looks, like the way they do the prosthetics and how they they do it. I think the best versions of him are ones where he's like a quite. I don't want to. You can't describe what felt sounding weird when he's quite juicy looking.
0: Juicy looking. Yeah. Because when it's
1: like dry prosthetics, then you're like, okay, yeah, it's a it's a guy wearing stuff on his. But face. when
0: it's kind of juicy, it's like exposed flesh a bit. Yeah, like bit. the yeah. the end
1: shot when he comes out of the bed sheets to face Nancy one final time, that he's quite dewy looking, mm-hmm. and it, it just adds this whole other level to it, like kind of gross. Yeah, that's an element that's needed because then you believe that, like, yeah, he was burnt to death. Kind of feel,
0: yeah. So, how many times have you guys seen this collectively? I
1: cannot
2: Yeah, similarly. <laughs> this being like my my childhood is is I was maybe about six or five or something like that. I sat in the back of the living room behind the TV and watched Scream free, without my mother knowing. And then she found out after the fact, and I didn't have any nightmares. I didn't start swearing. I didn't do anything like that. And she's like, I suppose you can watch some horror movies and you know so it's like I've been watching them incredibly young and this yeah. was always one that we'd kind of come back together it's been like oh we haven't seen that in a while let's watch it Um, but God's, but yeah uh, hard to say <laughs>
0: hard to say hard to say
1: yeah similar vein this is in the list of films where I can't ever remember when I saw it for the first time mm-hmm. and there's a lot of horror films that are like that and a lot of inappropriate films that are like that but I don't know if it's my bad memory or just because I saw them when I was too young, but yeah, I cannot tell you. Twice this year, I can tell you.
0: Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Man. I um. If you got any sort of like, if you had to pick any sort of standout scenes or like anything that you remember the most, not, maybe not just scenes, but just standout moments of the film that really stick with you the
2: most. Hmm. Uh, feel free to jump in if you know have one comes to mind Becca
1: but it's always like when Tina's in the body bag
0: yeah yeah.
2: that was messed up
1: because like it's just something you don't ever want to experience is like seeing your friend dead in a body bag first of all because she sees it on the news Mm -hmm. that's why it comes to mind then just everything they do with that like later on when she's got the bugs And she's just sort of, like, saying hello through it at the start, getting dragged along with, like, her arm flopping out, and it's such, like, good sound effects to it. Like, the sound mixing in this is so good, and I've never really appreciated it before. Mm. Like, there's one bit when, like, Nancy's freaked out and goes into her house, and the soundtrack's building and building and building, and then it stops when she slams the door. And I was like, oh, that's such a good moment! (laughs) Uh,
2: Yeah, I really like the... The leading up to the, the kind of first bedroom kill with the ceiling where it's not just the, the actual scene of that kill but just like the build up the wall scene yeah just you know the kind of atmosphere that's going on it just feels like it feels like there's nothing you can do but at the same time there's a like it just feels grounded within of a society yeah and within live in a society <laughs> yeah
0: within within the rules of Freddy Krueger's you yeah. know that kind of thing how about yourself I um well, a similar thing with the build-up was uh, when Glenn gets it,
1: yeah. which I
0: think you but you literally said earlier, like you and Anton were just like yeah when you yeah. see him his crop top, just like oh
1: Cause, this cause is the bit that's the iconic crop top death outfit.
2: Yeah, so so fun because he's written like such a jock, but it was literally just yeah the the the, the daughter of Wes Craven was like yeah he's cute, <laughs> <laughs> and then Wes was like all right
1: yeah,
2: but yeah that's a great one and it's yeah. Again, uh, I'll try not go too much into trivia, but it's just seeing the effects of that room because it's basically one room and they just flip it upside down and apparently when they dumped all the blood, it was like swaying the set and they almost like had actual injuries on their hands. Oh my God. That's why
1: the final shot, it's all like trickling along, along the roof, wasn't supposed to happen. But because it malfunctioned, that's how they got the shot of it, like falling off the lamp to the side. Oh,
0: that's messed Complete up.
1: Complete accidental. Like, but it.
0: So, good. you like the build up with that, where you're like, he's going to fall asleep. But they have the kind of red herring where he falls asleep and then he gets woken up by his mum. Mm. Yeah. And then he falls asleep anyway. And then, you, well, you get the forewarning when he's like watching Nancy while she sleeps and he falls asleep anyway in the chair. Yeah. And then you get like, she phones him and he's like, oh, she can wake him up. And then, phones off the hook and you're like, oh, no. Yeah, I and think. then you get Freddy's phone mouth.
2: Oh, yeah. that's a great yeah.
0: one! I <laughs> loudly went.
1: Ew! Yeah, you did not have like phone mouth. Yeah, the one
2: one of the creepiest bits that um, isn't like the most vulgar is always the the bits where Nancy's feet step into this this stairs when she's climbing up. <gasps> oh yeah, that was awful. It's I don't know. There's something weird and primal about it. Like I don't know if you ever have a dream where like you just can't walk or like yeah. you lose control of your legs. It's not great it's uh it kind of just has that energy to it and it's just yeah it's like um yeah it's just such a weird one
0: <laughs> oh man but like um also just in terms of the way that glenn just kind of like i was expecting him just to go into the bed and disappear yeah,
1: yeah. You, you were like oh oh as sh- if it's done and we were like yeah, little then- does he know
2: <laughs> it's a shame i always wish they did more with the mother's death i always felt it was a little Like, I guess he jumps back up, but it just felt not graphic enough and it looked so artificial. But uh, I think there are a couple, like, hicks near the end of the movie where it's like, oh, this is where the budget ran. Yeah, Yeah. but
1: they they made up for it with, like, the heckin' good fire stunt that they did.
2: Oh, that's incredible. It was all done in one take. Well, Freddy on fire. Yeah, Yeah. from, like, getting set on fire, going up the stairs, falling down the stairs, and then, like, climbing back back up up the stairs. Oh, underneath the prosthetics one. and the like, wearing like the glove and everything. Oh my god! Yeah. So
1: so like he gains like a a lot of pounds and suddenly becomes chunky. Yeah. <laughs> but it's worth it. I was gonna say yeah. he looked a
0: bit of a big boy. Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's better than like all the times they use like male stunt doubles yeah. for ladies. There's like a one of the the films either, maybe one of the Halloweens, where an actor uh, changes race when they become their stunt double.
0: <laughs> what? Yeah. Like,
1: oh. like it becomes, it's like security guards in like a prison or something and they literally change race because <laughs> they couldn't be bothered to uh, match yeah, skin.
2: <laughs> those final, like the, the foreign trilogies they call it, is just filled I with... I think it was Halloween. Like Who knows
1: though. Yeah. Friday's usually camps or like
0: space and mm. Manhattan <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, what a weird mix oh, <laughs> oh my god I saw that clip from, I know this is a tangent but I saw that clip from Jason Takes Manhattan where they've got the guy that tries to martial arts for oh, Jason that's my favourite one of my yeah, favourite kills in the whole movie that's
1: the best moment of the film
0: where he just, he's so out of breath and Jason
1: just <laughs> knocks his head off and up that's the best baby. moment yeah, of the film it's
2: between that and the bit where Jason, like there's just people and it's a fully loaded Times square and just people listening to a boombox mm-hmm. and Jason just walks through it and it disintegrates, and they're like trying to pick a fight. <laughs> he reveals it underneath the mask, and they just ah, uh, it's that's great. Talking about Friday before we move on, yeah. Friday versus Jason, real good, and you should probably watch all the Fridays as well. <laughs> that's it's the perfect conclusion to both franchises. Yeah, um, which that's a little side
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. Like um. The only thing I know about Friday is Jason Voorhees, kind of his origin. I know he's, like a lot of stuff to do his mother, almost like Norman Bates esque, but not quite.
2: Yeah, you could say that. Um, I, it's, it's weird. That's one franchise where you, I feel like you definitely need to watch the trilogy, the yeah. first three. Yeah. Uh, to
0: establish him, basically.
2: Yeah, they're, they yeah they're very unique and different movies, and it's only until you get free. It's like we've got Jason Worsey's, we've got the franchise how it's meant to be looking uh, and then that kind of sets the stage and then they kind of have to redo it for six anyway, that's a that's like horror horror <laughs> camp over the top nonsense.
1: Do you want to know the worst thing they done to Freddy in the remake? What did they do? Because um? we're going back to a point but I just remembered this is that in the original Nancy's mum is like, yeah he killed like 20 children and there's maybe, like, things implied that, like, you know, because he took them to the boiler room, he maybe, like, tortured them or whatever before, mm-hmm. but that left completely up to the imagination. Like, we're not saying anything, we're just saying he's a child murderer. In the remake, they're, like, 100% confirmed, yes, he's a paedophile.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: Like, they find, like, he worked as the gardener in the nursery and, like, preyed on the children at the nursery. Mm -hmm. and would take them into like his little den hole place in the nursery and then they and Nancy and replacement Glenn go there to see what happens because they think he was innocent and then they find like pictures we don't get shown the pictures but you can tell from their reaction Mm -hmm. because like replacement Glenn doesn't want to show Nancy and then she sees them and then suddenly they're like oh yeah he's bad and you're like Ah, uh, they made him a confirmed paedophile. Mm. You didn't need to do that. Murdering kids is enough.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's enough.
1: <laughs> like, you don't need to add more onto it.
2: Yeah, I, I believe they were planning to do that for the original, but there was like a scandal at the time, and they were like, let's dial that back mm. in. Um,
0: I, th- I, th- I think the only film where I've seen sort of. Th- like th- this, e- this person is really bad because of, say, like, pedophilia. It was a film called um, Kill Us by Ben Wheelie, and the only reason I would say that that works is because um, the two main characters are hired hitmen who are not very good people and are kind of terrible. Um, but they, like, they get given this list of th- three people to kill, and one of them is I can't remember what his actual job was, um, I think he works in a warehouse or something like that, and they find like a warehouse filled with stuff and they watch a tape you don't know what's on the tape but you just see both of them react horribly mm. and upsettingly and it's kind of like them trying to have a means of to justify them killing someone but it's, it's working to try and justify their actions that aren't necessarily okay either yeah um yeah anyway kill us aside great movie <laughs> recommend it um but jesus christ not for the faint of heart um Back to back to Nightmare on Elm Street. So this was like Robert and Had England been in anything he before this? He had been in Cheers. He,
2: that was he, his. Robert, <laughs>
0: Robert England was in Cheers.
2: Yeah, he was in Cheers, and I think there was a rom com with him. Um, he was he, you know, he was never portrayed as a creep, like a bad guy. But there was like always a like creepy aura around them, mm-hmm. which is funny when you see that stuff. He has that weird creepiness, which you know I think it's a lot in his his look. Um. But yeah, very much breakout role, and yeah. he has been exclusively a horror guy ever since. Um, he's recently been on, like, at, like, 70-plus years old on the Goldbergs, the sitcom, as Freddy Krueger. What? Which is, like, really bizarre because he still, put the makeup heights so much of him that he still looks like Freddy Krueger <laughs> at 70. It's fantastic. That's amazing. Um, and similarly I was in a documentary recently where it was similar it was like a, it was a makeup documentary mm-hmm. and it was him doing it like just so old and he still pulls it off I'm like look at you <laughs> <laughs> my boy oh.
0: I remember seeing like a meme going around for a while where it was just Robert England in his full Freddy Krueger makeup just like hanging out because he didn't want to take off because it would take forever mm. so you just seemed like sitting eating a sandwich and people just looking really scared while he was out in
2: public oh it's fantastic where so many of like the kid actors were like not really like he's a real friendly guy when you see him yeah uh, and just a lot of the kid actors are just hanging out with him chilling out just having a meme because obviously there's only so many hours kids can act for yeah uh, legally and it's yes yeah, a lovely guy from what I've seen if not a little bit just jaded by the the random people singing the Freddy Krueger song <laughs> to him and people like going Wah! with their cl- fake finger claws yeah. <laughs> Oh man, but like he like it is
0: great to see a someone who becomes this sort of character because normally a lot of time you can get an actor that just wants to be separated from a character or franchise entirely. Kind of thing when it blows up Mm -hmm. the way Nightmare does. I, um, Rob Pattinson as Edward Cullen, he has tried to distance himself as much as humanly possible. But again, that was more necessarily a thing that he maybe didn't feel the role. Like it's, I think he thought was a, he thought Twilight was an indie movie.
2: Yeah, it's quite fun.
1: Recently, like who you brought up Twilight? This <laughs> yeah,
2: time. Uh, you know Twilight and Nightmare now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're so
1: similar. We managed to reference it twice.
2: Uh, it's, um, I, I saw an interview. It was maybe a couple of years back when the Screen Five rumors were popping up again, and people were asking, like, do you think you could do it again?" He's like, "If the script was fantastic and it was final, he's like, I could do it." And I was like, oh, "Could you imagine?" Well, this, is this... Uh, Robert England. Um, Wait, England's in Scream? No, no, no. It was when those Scream 5 rumors were coming back. They are like, could you do another Nightmare movie? And oh. he's like, I would if it was a really good script. And I mean really good. Yeah. Um, which, my God, that would be amazing, Becca.
1: I know, right?
2: I mean, I, I've i heard, like, the...
0: Again, I know it's different franchise, but I've heard a lot of people giving praises for the Halloween sequel, quote-unquote. Yeah. Where like they felt I heard, some people said it felt like it can they handled it pretty well i've heard some other people is say this no the
1: like uh, Jamie Lee Curtis one that came out yes. yeah 2018
0: uh, yeah. where Laurie Strode uh where none of the, the other sequels were kind of like rumors that the well, town made up
1: they've like half rebooted that series so many times that there is like legit charts online for you yeah. to know which timeline you're in
0: <laughs> so there's the normal timeline there's the timeline that the normal timeline is now considered halloween and the new ha- and the halloween 2018 that whereas, like, Halloween 2 to the ones after that are considered kind of, I think, stories the town made up. Like, Laurie was.
2: Um, I mean, yeah,
1: but even within them, there's like the whole separate H2O timeline. Yeah, and... there's
2: about four different timelines. You have oh the Two Falls in timeline that's Halloween 1 and 2 by Rob Zombie. I was yeah. going to say there's a Rob they're Zombie pretty, they're pretty good. Uh, there's Halloween, the main timeline, which is Halloween 1, 2, 3, is an anthology movie that's completely separate. Four, five, six, and seven. I think there. I didn't know there was that many Halloween movies. Then there's there might not be that many. I'm maybe overstating. And then <laughs> so there's. So I've
1: only got five H two and the Rob Zombies up there. Yeah,
2: and then there's the H two O timeline where it's Halloween one, two skips to H two, and then they did Resurrection and some. I think they may have ended at Resurrection. Um. So that's what scares me because they're doing three more Halloweens. <laughs> They've got Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends coming out 2021, 22 back to back. Mm. Uh, they're directed all as one, which makes me hope that it's conclusive. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. um,
0: I mean, it's called Halloween Ends. Mm. Like, come on, it, truly, you, if you name it that, it's got to be conclusive. You told
1: it's it's weird to look at the other franchises like compared to each other because Nightmare always has Freddy, and it's always Robert England, and so there's always that like consistency between them. Mm-hmm. Halloween films, it's usually just a stuntman of various yeah. uh, skill playing Michael. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis comes back every so often but she's not like a main staple in it. The Fridays they always have Jason but once again it's there's not really a set actor. For so them. people mm-hmm. have their favorites but they've never really stuck to one of them. Yeah I think
2: they, the longest they kept one was maybe four movies and they ended up having no well, they didn't have to but they chose yeah. to kick him eventually.
1: And then the the Scream ones like sort of follow sort of main characters. And then the only other one that like really sticks to the one actor as their villain is the Chucky series.
2: Yeah. uh, And I think Hellraiser kept it up until nine. I'm like, how did you ruin it? At number ten. Candyman. They
1: they had the the same same guy playing Candyman across. I think it was three of them.
2: Which I think is quite handy because, yeah, because apparently, just in the later films when new directors were coming in and out, there was like this one guy that was just a mad lunatic who was talking about dogs peeing and devils, and he's a madman. Um, But yeah, yeah, apparently, Freddy <laughs> just becomes like. Um, not Freddie, Robert England just becomes like the consultant on how the character should at least behave
1: yeah
2: oh that's great I quite like that
1: still becomes a bit of a meme
2: oh he he. But... I think he loved the character though yeah Um, and I've, yeah the, the, it's nice in some ways where the later movies didn't compete with the originals they yeah. were so campy and they were like you know they were selling they were, merch
0: they, they were their own kind of thing yeah. separate from the originals
2: Um, you know they need to sell teddy bears and Freddie Kruger pajamas that needed to be you know he can't be killing children <laughs> oh my god I just remembered Adam had
0: a my brother had a Freddy Krueger Halloween costume when he was 7 years old mm. and it looked like they were selling it in like a corner shop like a stop shop like a weird shop yeah. where you could get anything in North Berwick and, he, and it had the sweater and it had the the glove made of plastic and it had the weird rubber mask it was
2: great yeah I remember as a kid it was like having like a, I think I had a Freddy Krueger one I bought from Asda and I also had a screen one and you pumped the blood in with your hand. Yeah, I had that one! Uh, And I saw that exact mask in a charity shop recently I was like, oh my god. Oh, I
1: should have got it. You can wear it outside.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Rather than a face mask. Yeah. (laughs) Got it. That's an interesting thought, just getting like a really cool mask for outside. Why not? Yeah. Get like a paintball mask, be ready for the apocalypse. Yeah.
1: As long as it has like no straight vents or holes onto the outside, then you're good.
2: Yeah, it's just one hole around them. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's <laughs> easy breathing. Sorry. I'm going to put giant straw in it.
0: So, guys, if we were going to ask well, Adam, if you were going to rate this out of the films we have watched for the podcast, where would you put it? Um, oh, number one. I had a um, few.
2: I'm actually, it sounds dumb to say, but it's better than I thought. Yeah. I think it's been several years since I've watched. And I think looking back then, I didn't realize how iconic it was. So many bits of it, um, until now. And rewatching it, and like I've done a couple essays and video essays on this sort of stuff, and it's like really just taking this movie out and kind of with the knowledge I've built up, I'm like, ah, oh, this was iconic and did a lot really well, and really easy to watch. Like, I was kind of not expecting that, but how about yourself, Becca? Where where does it sit in the roster? I can not am um, out guess. of all of them. So,
0: I went with Anton first because Anton's only seen the two yeah. for the podcast. So yeah. for you, out of the two, and then all of them.
1: All of the two, this is so much better than I, The Hills of Eyes. Yeah, I have. You, you can sense a similar style between them, but it's so much more honed in and, like, crafted. Whereas, like, the you could tell me The Hills of Eyes was a student film and I would believe you.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah there's little stuff like how they show the crucifix on the wall at the beginning of the movie yeah. to establish that that wall is important <laughs> yeah and it's just little things like that it's like the crucifix if it played something you would show that but the wall I'm just like that's such a dumb thing to need to show and they did it effectively
0: Or I like the sort of subtlety of the idea of that you find out that Nancy's dad is a police officer mm. like immediately um, and it just establishes it as him coming in like hey how, Nancy he's like how you doing honey and he's like I'm okay dad and it's like quick yeah. immediately like oh, okay
1: yeah it's really easy to understand like relationships as opposed to the last one House of Eyes when we're like are they brother and sister? Yeah. Are they together? yeah um,
2: <laughs> Yeah. there's just a lot of just planning things early that pay off later like showing off the, the fire bit of the boiler room and yeah. just just little stuff like that it's like this was, they put some time into this, Um, it didn't feel like they just went out and shot it which you know Admittedly, The Hills Have Eyes probably Feels like they just went out and shot it in the desert. (laughs) Um, But yeah, for all all of all the stuff you've seen on the podcast or watched slash Um, concurred about on the podcast.
1: Above all of Zeller's ones. Okay. Above all of Ramsey's ones.
0: Okay, I had a feeling.
1: Maybe still still below Little Shop of Horrors though. Of course. Because I do love me Little Shop of Horrors.
0: You so, love you some so Big B Mother's from Space. It might be
1: like yeah, it might be like second after Little Shop of Horrors, but just because I love Little Shop of Horrors and the music, and it's one of the the albums I listen to often, so it'll always hold a place in my heart. But yeah, Def yeah, I'd maybe put this one second behind that one. Nice.
0: So for me, I'd like no question. I feel like this is a clean sweep with this. It's definitely over. Uh, the Hells of Eyes again I agree yeah. it does feel yeah. like they just went out and shot it they were, like obviously planning went into it but it's nothing like this yeah
2: it's amazing how much how 70s that one fell and how 80s this one fell and yeah. literally they're only like what, what five years apart so Hills of Eyes we found no. out it was like 75 76 76 I think so yeah about yeah it's like not that far apart but they just yeah. feel like, like an eight cloths
0: it, yeah it's an eight year jump hmm um and for where i would rank this um i think i would rate this above brawl but not higher than bone tomahawk for me mm-hmm. just cuz i like i like bone tomahawk a lot um but and so i think this is roughly si- it, it's it's funny cuz i feel like i've enjoyed like a lot of the films we've watched for the podcast yeah. like a fair whack so this in the rankings. Yeah. Until you get to like the sort of bottom, <laughs> then it's kind of like, like those I didn't like. Mm. But like here, you know, like I hold all these in really high regard, especially with this, especially seeing as its sort of place in films in general. Like for me, watching this, um, almost forty years after it came out, a lot of it still holds up, and a lot of it I can just see bleed into everything else in movies, not even really just in horror. Yeah, it's
2: that's the thing. It's Really, quite alarming is so many of these older horror films, the disconnectedness and the secludedness we don't really have anymore. You're not like you can't just cut the the line and then nobody has any form of communication anymore. Uh, And so, having something so omniminent, god damn it, (laughs) uh, as this, it's like "Mm, that's applicable to today, (laughs) yeah. Like,
0: your mobile phone's like it's not Freddy. Exactly.
1: Can, can we clarify your list a little more? Because you said uh, below Tom, bon tomahawk, but above brawl, but you didn't clarify where they were in the list.
0: So I, I've got you, my I've got my you list needs on list me. spreadsheets.
1: Yeah, so like long is one for boy. me. I can help. And <laughs> nightmare is two, just to just to give a little more context to like whereabouts in the list is it rather than just like compared to these two films
0: so that's my shopping list so it's definitely not there yeah. ah, so <laughs> above, above the bread <laughs> <but below. laughs> it's fourth it's fourth in my total list because my f- top goes you, we need to talk about Kevin to be honest right now I put you whenever we really hear on top there Okay. but um, it's fourth fourth yeah
2: so oh, oh, how,
1: how many episodes
0: we, we have done this is the eleventh film
1: oh,
2: mm-hmm. getting
1: into double yeah. figures yeah, yeah cause you picked three I picked three
0: Oh wait, no. This is the twelfth because Lim Ramsey was four.
1: Lynn Ramsey was four. Then Red Ramsey. Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah. So now that we're done with Nightmare on Elm Street, we are now going into Wes's postmodern turf. Which do you want to take away, Anton? Yeah.
1: Oh, he uh, cr- said the postmodern, yeah, Anton. Yeah,
2: postmodern slasher film. Um, very much at that time, sla- uh, Wes Craven taking a little bit break from slasher movies. Uh, commentates on the genre picks up on some of the ideas he plays around in *New Nightmare*, which I think is great. Uh, further watching material if you've enjoyed this movie. Um, I'm going to be curious to get your thoughts on that because uh, yeah. I always knew—I um, forget Hells Have Eyes* would be your lowest. Mm-hmm. These two, I think, could go either way for so, you. Do so you think? Definitely. I, I'm going to have it,
0: my big fight is going to be between *Nightmare on Elm Street* and *Scream*.
2: Indeed, um, I've, and to be honest, that's for people who have watched a lot of West's portfolio. That's the two they always struggle, like yeah. they are competing. Although I've been hearing there's a movie called Red Eye, which is apparently mm-hmm. for people who see it, they're like it's up there. Which uh, if you're up for watching that sometime, Becca, give me a show. It's actually not a horror film; it's a just pure thriller. Ah, oh.
1: Um, oh, which we is. could not invite Louise. She still doesn't like them.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, uh, oh, she might. We'll, we'll see.
0: Yeah, so that's going to do it from us. So for everyone that's listening, thank you very much for listening. And uh, please join us next time for Scream. Scream. Scream.
1: I'm excited. Oh, yeah. It's, I uh, just want to see Matthew Lillard giving it us all again.
2: God, I've got so many marathons to do. I've, I've went through the hills, have my eyes part two. I'm going to watch, like, I've got seven slash eight of these to go through now. And then I'm going to have to rewatch all the Screams for Scream 5. <laughs> There's no escaping. <laughs>
0: What did I set myself up for? I love horror. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Right. Bye everybody.
1: Bye. Au revoir.